Point Guard Center episode. What this is, right? Eight. Eight? Eight, I think it's episode eight. Yeah. We got our returning brother. You know what I'm saying? Tell him where you at, big what boy. What you playing today? I think I'm small forward today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Last time I came, I think I was what I was uh, shooting guard. You said you was, was multi-purpose. Hey, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 stick with the uh, small forward today. I'm my small forward shit right now. I'm a score. I'm a, I'm a multi-threat today. You dig? So how, how y'all feeling this week, bro? Anything new happening? Well, first, you know what I'm saying. You coming off your big first pop-up shop? You know what I'm saying? How that how that went? Tell us how that went. How that went? My first pop-up shop was a, a real big success. I made a, a good bit of sales, more than I expected, you know, for it being my first pop-up shop. Uh, my brothers was there alongside me, of course, you know, showing me support, mad love, you know, posting, getting other people to come out and support. So it was a, it was successful for me. What you feel like you learned from it? What, what, what could you take from that experience, you know what I'm saying, to go farther? Um, let me see. What I feel like I learned is that I can be a little bit uh, more prepared as far as like um, like scenery for my uh, my brand. You know, I had the uh, I got my dog B. He um, did the uh, paintings for me, so I had like a little nice background on the table. But I saw other people in there. You know, they had like banners, and you know, some people have like the uh, like the uh, their tablecloth have their brand name on it. You know, stuff like that, like racks and um, other things that go along with it. So I can make like my scenery like more welcoming. For people that shit was fire i like seeing like you know what i'm saying stuff like that come together and just watching it from the ground up that shit like cool as shit definitely was good definitely was good to see a lot of young black people really had shit going on you know what i'm saying and not really on a different type of time really on me on shit it was like a little entrepreneur's market man that was really cool to see so um somebody birthday coming up dog you know what i'm saying you ain't gotta do all that man. my dog birthday coming up Big uh -oh. two seven. How that shit going, dog? How you feel about that? So how you feel, you know what I'm saying, being an old nigga now? Like you're an old head now. Like I, I catch myself all the time when I see I be saying that young dude like nigga, let's little nigga. And I realize like I'm that old nigga now, you know what I'm oh, saying? But you wanna tell you it's, it's like I feel like I'm older than the young niggas, but I feel like I'm still a young nigga. Right, but I'm you just not, that my, I'm in the end of my young Like you understand, like, like we not like it's not like we not children. Not teenage, we're not early twenties no more, but we not like old. But at the same time, we the OGs now. I just say this: there's a lot of accountability and a lot of responsibility. Cause like being in a position where we had none, like twenty five to twenty seven, it's like you know better than the shit you used to do when you were like twenty one. So it's like a different kind of fire under your ass. You feel what I'm saying? Like. You feeling like, man, I really got to get up out shit and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Time is of the essence. I'm about to be 30. You start thinking about how you want to set your life up. The kind of, you know what I'm saying? How you want to live. How you want to be remembered and shit like that. So it's just a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you, it's like instead of taking full risk, like you used to take when you was young, now, now we taking like calculated risks and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's actually like pass y'all step by step. Because mm -hmm. you know what it feel like to put it all on the line and lose it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And it's crazy. I was just talking to that boy True about this. We was on the phone with Joseph. Free True, Free Juke, Free Danny. Free all of them. Free guys. And we was talking about, like, as far as, like, with females. Like, you know, we get to that point now. We getting older. And it's like, sometimes I be thinking, like, I see a girl post something. And I be about to write under it. I about to, you know, write, reply to her uh, <laughs> Insta story. And I beg, but I'm like, man, I'm not even about to waste this girl on my time right now. 
then again, too, like, why am I hey, waste, waste time? No, it's funny for you to mention that, dog. Like, oh, I'm, I'm back, dog. You back? I'm back, you girl. Back, back on my lover boy shit, you heard me? You going back. Oh, that lover boy shit, I'm loving it, boy. I love this feeling, you <laughs> I'm feeling good, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I guess I'm in the middle, you heard me? Like, I, 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 I'm fucking with somebody. But it's kind of like, you know what I mean? How we both like taking our time, you know what I'm saying? Really seeing what she gonna, how she gonna put out. But it's like, you know, it's an understanding. And I'm just waiting to see, like in my mind, you know, I'm a big skeptic, you heard me? And you know, so you I'm know, a big like, skeptic, dog. It's so. like my era, you know, like, I don't I don't flourish in like the single world. I flourish in like this relationship shit, you heard me? Like Man, this love shit. I, don't even... I know, I know. They, they play over it. <laughs> yeah. That ain't I, your I'm name. I don't want to be a player I'm, no more. I'm still You know what I'm saying? I flourish and shit like that. I love the romantic shit, dog. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic, dog. Yo. Call me what you want, you hear me? Nigga, I'm happy. <laughs> so she she knows she is. Shout out to you, you hear me? I'm trying to be like that. I'm boy, trying to... you a bitch, boy. That boy a bitch, boy. You trying to give her love shout-outs? That's what we're doing? We're doing Keith Sweat shout-outs. Hey baby, <laughs> listen to my voice and hold it real tight. <laughs> hey, like, hey, you know who you are. But not to get confused. This nigga, I mean, you're this nigga funny, dog. Hey, dog, this another bad <laughs> nigga, boy. Hey, since we doing shout outs, you heard me? Say, yeah, I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my team. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know who y'all are. That's a bad dude, boy. You get yourself in trouble, boy. So like, you know what I'm saying, T today what we doing today, fellas, you know what I'm saying? We got a we got a gathering tonight, bro. Yeah, yeah, we having a little, little birthday shindig, you know what I'm saying? Ain't about nothing, you know what I'm saying? A little something intimate for my family members, you know, my friends, you know what I'm saying? Go we're gonna just do a little celebrating, you know what I'm saying? And it was RSVP on it, dog. Everybody could come. Everybody can't come. Everybody could come. I just want RSVP to be like, you know, so I can know who's coming. We don't need no surprises. You know, we don't do good with surprises. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's all love and positive vibes. So, you know what I'm saying? Nigga coming up on um, positive vibes, there ain't gonna be no problem. You coming up on that with that bullshit, hey, you got to move around. It's, it's all good shit. That's all that rah-rah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying, being that, you know what I'm saying, this is, we in mid-August right now. So this is kind of like back to school. So I kind of want to deem this like the back to school episode. So okay, back to school for who? They go for for the children for the city. Oh, you know all right, saying? for the kids. Yeah, we gonna do it for the kids. You, you know, know how we saying? feel about college. <laughs> nah, for yeah. like elementary. Like I'm not talking about for the ordinary because at that point, like you had a choice to go back to school. But mm -hmm. as for elementary, you know what I'm saying? You gotta go to grammar school. Yeah. You gotta at least get high school diploma. Definitely. So let me ask y'all this: When y'all was in school. What was some things that you think you wish that they would have taught you, you know what I'm saying, before you left grammar school, high school, and actually moving into adulthood to college? I'll say um, probably like the most useful thing I would say probably would be budgeting and credit. You know what I'm saying, how credit works. I think like that's the most like underrated thing that black people don't know about. Like we know about it. So like we'll get our credit good and then once they give us all this shit, then we'll fuck our credit back up. You feel what I'm saying? That's not necessarily playing a credit game how it go. So credit literacy and really having financial literacy, you know what I'm saying? Learn how to budget and live, what that means, I think that would change a lot of families and shit, you know what I'm saying, around the area because they'll be taking like shit in the plan, you know what I'm saying? But like what like I think we they didn't teach us or to try to hold that back from us because 
white people, I won't say white people, but other races use the credit. The they use society. credit to their favor. Yeah, yeah. And credit is worth way more than cash money. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You can get way more in credit than you could with any amount of cash. And that's all it is, you know what I'm saying? They use that to their favor and hold that against us. And I always felt like, you know what I'm saying, just based on the skin of your tone, you know what I'm saying, you aren't given the same opportunities. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying, the things you might apply for, like a business loan, this or that, they still wouldn't give it to you. Yeah. So, and actually having your paperwork, having I mean, your knowledge, but, how to but, I mean, but, 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 but with, right. that, with that, you got to think about the system, though. It, it's systematically set up like that. Of course, they're going to start off with a 700 credit score because the last three people above them with this same last name all worth the mean. Right. They're not, they are, they are going to be looked at as less of a liability or a risk because they're children of millionaires. You feel what I'm saying? The whole system is designed to be in the favor of the dominant society. And also, you, you know what I'm saying? saying? It's not, so it's not necessarily a race thing, though. It was a racist, it was racist from the conception. But it's like, you can't necessarily play the race card with it. Like, now it's time for black people to really I want to play I want to say, we ever play the race card. It's about, like, with our family, you know what I'm saying? We never had that education or practice, you know what I'm saying, that teaching yeah. to give our, the next generation a game. Right, right, All right. your grandpa and your grandma knew was, I get up, I go to work, I pay these bills. Right. You know what I'm saying? As for us, they didn't have the opportunities to get that extra, you know what I'm saying, game from their parents. Right, right, right. With, yeah, it's with like, you could look at it as a game side, but like like he was saying, I uh, heard Umar Johnson say this on a uh, on a Breakfast Club. He was saying that it's like it is systematic, and they they do give certain things to the uh, the dominant races than they would give to like to us. Because for example, Umar Johnson was saying, and for black people, you can get a car loan, you can get a college loan to put you in debt, but they would never give you a business loan. It's so hard to get a business loan for half a a college loan is three, four times more than a business loan because they don't want to give you a business loan because that's giving black people access to wealth and to generational wealth. So that's why it's harder to get a business loan than it is to get a college loan or a car loan. You know what I'm saying? They'll give you that because they want you to get in debt behind that. But they ain't going to give you a business loan because they feel like you're going to get yourself out of debt if you have, like, if you start a business and that business starts to flourish. That's why I feel like it's like like you're saying it's, it's they should have taught you know what I'm saying financing like the financing class some credit class mm -hmm. so you know you know what I'm saying what's your credit rate you saying what's good what's bad right, right, your appraisals right. you know what I'm saying money you, you got to pay back you can't just go swiping that shit it's not just free money to go swipe up and get shit you know what I'm saying but think about this even if you give a black person who has a 700 credit score a credit line and dealings for two thousand dollars. A person who ain't never had shit in the ghetto, had to pull clothes and all that shit, they're captivated by that naturally because they want to have what they didn't have. You feel what I'm saying? To make themselves feel whole again. So that's the type of games they playing with us too. Like like Kanye said, like they make us hate ourselves and let it fucking well. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's what it is. But I look at our generation, like we have, like I'm saying, the knowledge now to be able to change the game. So I think it's up to us, you know what I'm saying, to pass that on to the younger kids. That's younger generation. I think you know I think that's gonna go what I was saying. I think we I mean like you know, but and I think that's the biggest gap between us and the dominant society is like that they've been doing they've been had that structure for them generations. But like now we about to fix this shit now. You feel what I'm saying? Like now we got the tools, we're gonna give it the eye churn and you know what I'm saying, we're gonna break them kind of cycles and shit. Yeah. As far as also, you know what I'm saying, one thing I, I definitely wish 
you know what I'm saying, they would actually emphasize when I was in school is you know picking up a trade, picking up an actual skill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Actually pushing, oh, you need to just go to college to get a degree, to go get a job. When actuality, you going to college isn't guaranteeing you a job in your field and all it's doing is putting you in more debt. With actual job trading skill, you're useful for forever. Because they always need mechanics, they always need people to fix air conditioning, especially down here, because it's hot as a motherfucker. Mm. You just have to pick up things that are actually useful to society that everybody would need. And to go along with that, that's basically like funding for your dream and for your goal. Because like, for example, like I got my brand and I wanted to go out and just be an entrepreneur and just focus on that. But I realized that it, it would be helpful to, you know, still have a job in order to fund my brand. So if you have a trade, you know, you can come out of high school and that's when your mind is racing the most. And you want to, you know, go out on the limb and go out on faith and try to like see what you can do with certain things. But if you have a trade, you know, even I, I even think back and be like, man, I wish I knew how to cut hair, like coming out of high school. Niggas always need the haircut. Right, you know what I'm saying? So if you, if you can cut hair, pop. real talk, if you can do something like that, then that, then if you, you want to build a brand. So now you can cut hair, and that's that's like basically like freelance work. And you can create your own schedule. Networking. Right, you can create your own schedule so you still have time to devote time and energy to your brain and something that you want to build, you know? Shout out to my barber, Jay the Barber, too, you know what I mean? Shout out to my barber, D. Good, man. D. Good Barber. <laughs> Who your barber is, why? My barber is uh, Big V, Mr. Verlin, shout out to him. Yeah, but what I feel like that would have been useful um, in school to teach us is like, like business and real world literacy and like communication. Cause like just simple things like that I got into now and I'm 25 and I'm just starting to get good between like 25, 23 and 25 is like how to handle business like over the phone with like calling to set up car insurance, calling and talking, checking my uh like online banking. Like a lot of people be scared. Like I see some people that be on the phone, like they get a phone call from the insurance company and they don't know what to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even like trying to uh, talk to colleges and stuff like that. For a long time, I had like females and my mama handling that. And I used to just say like, man, I don't like dealing with that. So I just let uh, a female deal with that. So you said you wish she had taught you independency. Right, to like be able to like, you know, make phone calls, like go on interview. You know, when we was younger, you go on the interview and you feel like, man, I can't say the wrong thing. If I right. say the wrong thing in this bit. But if we had practice to be walking there with confidence, like, man, either I'm gonna be, I know I'm gonna get this job, but if I don't, this job not for me. And I'm confident to go on other interviews, you know, and stuff like that. So that's why I say communication and like business and real world literacy. But like, piggybacking off with your interviews, I always feel like interviews are just like kind of pointless sometimes, bro. Because they ask you the silliest questions, not the diverse. Shit they ain't got shit to do with your fucking job. They, they ask you, why do you want to work here? You can't be honest with your answer. The bitch, I need some money. But you know I'm going to tell you what's politically correct. Right, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like. No, you know what they came me with? Name a time when you have to overcome adversity. I'm like, like, when your white ass had to come overcome it. Not even that, so it's <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you gonna ask me that? This, this, this question, bro. They ask, you know what I'm saying? What is, what is some of your down characteristics? Like, what do you struggle with? When was a time that you failed and knew you could do better? I'm not about to put myself down, but if I, if I was say like, well, I never had a time, now I look arrogant and crazy. You lie, you lie, you lie. You're not and you right can't, you can't talk normal like your normal, like, everyday talk. You have to change the way you, you, Pronunciate you your see, words, the way you look, the way you, you know what I'm saying, go about shit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right, I'm about to drop a jewel. This is a, just a tactic I use, and I'm going to expose it. 
just to my network, because most of our viewers are black. <laughs> and this is an Afrocentric show, in case you were confused, guys. Yeah. So, this is a tactic I use, and my brother, he used to work with me for quite some time, so he knew I really do this. I reverse, it's, I reverse combat this shit. Like, when a white person come walk up to me, I'm going to talk to them so white that they going to they gonna know I'm mocking them. But we also got to stop that, dude. We gotta, I, ain't, I ain't saying, stopping the motherfucker. I'm like, no, you're like, listen, sir. <laughs> I ain't stopping that. If a hunk is trying to come drive like, me, I'm going to drive that. No, no, no. Fuck, we're going to call it what it is. I, I am a field nigga, and I don't scratch my ass unless it itch. <laughs> But that ain't like, politically correct, but I don't really give a fuck. But like, uh, Shadi, he know that like, you know, when I when I was at work and like, what I, what I took from that job, I worked at that job at a pivotal, like pivotal years of my life into growing like business confidence. Like, when, you know, when you real, say that, I don't think they know what job you did. No, hold on. We not, we not, I'm not, I'm not as, uh, excluding where I work at. My, 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 my music career and my business, personal business career is separate. That is a public disclosure. Go. I do social work So yeah, I was yeah. working with kids At an uh, alternative elementary school Yeah, right, right, right. And it's like When I first got there I was you know timid I was scared to speak up I was scared to voice my opinion Because I didn't want to say anything wrong I didn't want to do anything wrong But working there for three and a half Four years I learned to be like Okay these kids respond to me I feel like I'm a big dog here So mm -hmm. that's when I, be, I started being able to come, to come to work dressed how I want to I can talk to my administrator. I don't like calling people my boss. I just call it, that's the school administrator. I talk to her how I please. Like, I, I use my regular tone, my regular way of speaking, my regular vernacular, you know, when I'm speaking to her, because that's the confidence I had, because I feel like y'all need me here. So I'm not going to go in there, yes, ma'am, yes, change my voice. I feel like, look, you want to sit down and talk to me? Good. Just how I'm talking to these kids, how I talk to my partners, how I talk to my mama, I'm going to talk to you the same way. Because it comes with confidence. When you confident confident in yourself, like for example, if they decide to let me go, I know I can get a job somewhere else because of my resume, and I'm confident in that. So once I built the confidence, I'm like, I don't gotta talk like that. I don't have to wear long sleeve to cover my tattoos. I don't have to go into an interview like, damn, I'm tatted. So I hope they, I hope they cool with that. It's like it don't matter. Somebody gonna, somebody gonna know my resume. They gonna know my jacket, and they are gonna have people that you know what I'm saying. Like you could. Uh, you, what's the people you put on your resume? A, re a, reference. a, a reference. You can. I have good references that know that I work well with kids and I'm good at what I do. So I don't have to worry about trying to speak a certain way, trying to present myself a certain way that's not me. I can be myself and know that I'm still going to get a job in my field. Now, I don't get this shit twisted, motherfuckers. I'm my motherfucking self. I don't give a fuck. I'm just malicious. I feel like, fuck you. I'm saying, fuck you when I'm saying that. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I'm saying, fuck you. Yeah, no, I don't talk like that. And I'm gonna finish talking how the fuck I talk when, when as soon as you walk away, so you can hear me talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> you made me do it. You made me do it. No, you made me do it. You made me do it. I wasn't gonna even say it. You made me do it. You wanna talk like Yeah, I'm being myself. Yeah, bitch, me too. You just don't know. Yeah, big, big weight. So, you, are you saying, you know what I'm saying? What you brought up a good point was talking about actual resume. And that's another thing they actually should teach you in, you know what I'm saying, grammar school, high school, how to actually build a resume and sell yourself and show your work and show the things you've experienced and things you're capable of bringing to any opportunity, any job, any college, anything like that, showing that you are a valued person. Definitely. I mean, but I think that, like, um, I feel like for the most part, um, 
in honors programs and IB programs, you typically learn that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I knew that kind of stuff, but I just knew it because that's the type of shit my mom would talk me about having a resume up and date and all that. I was on all that shit early. But at the same time, most people don't be on it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, in, in regular high school, like, that them kind of resources be there sometimes. But, like, you be in that mode, like, I don't give a fuck about that. Think about that. In high school, would you have stayed after for resume building? No, Probably I wouldn't. Not. I know the fuck. I, I didn't know the, I didn't know the importance of it because it wasn't taught. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Tell tip, you tip niggas say you. And every school resume. didn't have, you know what I'm saying, them programs. Yeah. Definitely. But I feel it, you know what I'm saying? I just I just hope, you know what I'm saying, that we able to, to impact or change somebody like, you know what I'm saying, in some positive form of fashion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But let me let me ask you another question. If we didn't we didn't got our positive message out for the day for the episode. What's, what's bothering y'all this week? Anything y'all saw that, you know what I'm saying, that sit right with your spirit? That y'all didn't really care about? Hmm. I don't know. A lot of shit be going on, especially in the social media world. You be fucked up with it. Y'all want me to talk about Y'all want me to talk about it. Well, I, I can tell y'all some shit that I don't like that I be saying. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, people that be complaining about shit that they can control. Like, one thing is, like, my pet peeve, not my pet peeve, but I'm, I hate to see is everybody complaining how, complaining how there's no opportunity in New Orleans and we don't do this, we don't do that down here, this happening, this happening. But you can control that because you can leave. You can't be negative about everything every day because we doing this down here and I don't like this about the city, this and that. Nigga, you can go. Nobody's stopping you. You complaining about the city, so obviously you like it here. You want to be here. You know what I'm saying? I just I hate people complaining about shit. They actually have the power to control or change. You gotta give them motherfuckers empathy, but not sympathy. Motherfuckers in New Orleans, they be like caught up in the drama, and they feel like the world fucking owe them something because they had a fucked up life, a uh, fucked up shit happened to them. Fucked up shit happened to good people all the time, son. Like it's on you. Like you can be a victim of your circumstances, and you can overcome that shit. And you know what I'm saying? Make whatever you want happen. happen. Regardless of anything, you know what I'm saying? And I think, like, but I, I I feel like it's fucked up when people ignore the trauma that people face. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel that we as a people shouldn't let our trauma and the shit we've been through, like, affect us and keep us stagnant. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to piggyback off that, something that I, like, that I just thought about that's, like, I guess don't sit well with my spirit. It's, like, people that, that want to be congratulated or they, they, they want to have they want to feel better about themselves with certain goofy things yeah. like as far as like you know no disrespect to our black queens but i see a lot of this with females you know they post stuff like the job titles i was gonna say like greed if you have kids if you have one kid two kids three kids and you take care of your kids and you make sure your kids have what they need that's what you're supposed to do you decided yeah. to have kids so that's your job to parent. take care of your kids so you, you don't need to post and be like no, nobody can ever tell me nothing about being a parent i take care of my kids my kids don't ever go hungry my kids don't want for all nothing. by myself as they all by myself that this part don't do shit oh bitch ass nigga but he be with that other bitch kids and all that pussy ass shit 
Right. Yeah, yeah, we, we all know what y'all do, and they've been doing this shit for generations. I think it's time for that shit. We need to stop, stop that shit. I don't want to see y'all posting y'all fucking self on Father's Day. That is fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't want, I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. You, you knew what that nigga was before you let him juice off in your motherfucking ass. <laughs> you knew, you knew what it was. You knew what it was. You knew you better, you better know who you sleeping with, son. Fuck all that. You know that nigga was a fucking scrub. He was inconsistent before you let that nigga fucking juice it and make a baby with you. That's all you. That's all your body. I don't want to see you fucking posing on Father's Day for your fucking negligence of character. Fuck you. I don't want to hear that shit. Stop playing a fucking victim. You hear me? I just think people be wanting, you know what I'm saying? I got my feelings right quick, yo. They be wanting, like, you know what I'm saying? That some people want acknowledgement for shit they're supposed to do. But acknowledgement is important, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, acknowledgement is important for some people. Sometimes you gotta acknowledge yourself, though. So you gotta just do inspire. You gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Without acknowledgement, you know what I'm saying. You gotta do what you gotta keep it pushing, regardless of the people watching or not. Yeah, and do it for you and for yours. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I say acknowledge yourself. If you set a goal and you reach that motherfucker, more more important than another motherfucker come and pat me on the back and say, "Hey, man, you did a good job." I'm already feel like fuck. I reached my goal. I really set myself goal and I did that shit. Fuck what another nigga said. Exactly. You heard me? I did that for me. I did, and, it, and it's important to me. It made me and feel like you had. And I can empower myself to do other things because I know like I set this and I really did that shit. So I can do anything else I want to do. At the time, time I'll be on here. But you know, everybody ain't like big general. You, know I mean? yeah. you know, we all ain't cut like that. You cut like that? So I'm, I'm, I'm cut from the same cloth, you hear me? Oh, that's a bad. Yeah, that's my nigga right there. That's my nigga. What about you, Rico Suave? Man, we try to talk about some hard shit or something. That's a bad. That's a bad. That's what I got from you. Ego, that's that tripping. Ego, that tripping. You ain't gonna start set tripping in this bitch. I ain't set tripping no more. It's 20. I'm about to be 27, bro. You heard me? So, you know what I'm saying? I ain't fucking with it like that, bro. Well, damn, son. I'm lying, boy. You already know I'm holding to the fucking... When I die, fucking burn me up and sprinkle my ass in the tunnel, nigga. Too much, son. <laughs> too much. So, you know what I'm saying? We had a... We had new music drop this year. What this week, son? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That new Rosé. Yeah, that real one. That real straight. You know what I'm saying? That's, I, I've been waiting for the new Ross for a minute, son. Yeah, so what you thought about it overall? I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Ross is a nigga that talked that shit to me. He wanted the rappers that, you know what I'm saying, I actually listen to and look forward to hear his music. I feel like every song that nigga get on his beat, his beats are phenomenal. Yeah. He has great beat selection. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it'd be, I, I feel like there are some skippers on that, but all I ain't the, never heard of him. I this, Ross all, on a bad beat. Nah, fuck no, but sometimes it just become repetitive, like all the live instruments and all that shit. It's a vibe, you feel what I'm saying? He got a, a different kind of vibe. Ain't necessarily no shit you gonna want to hear all the time. It's some elaborate shit that but you I'm have to you, but, he, but he give you, you know what I'm saying? He don't just give you. He has the same flow in every song. He, he's the master of his sound. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's standing there. That I'm gonna have these fire ass beats and I'm about to talk that shit how I talk it. But he talked that get money shit. He talked that whole shit. Ain't give you the hype shit. Turn you up real quick. That's his shit. You know what I'm saying? That's his name. I'm gonna ask y'all this. You know what I'm saying? And it might be controversy, it might not be. Right, is that? is Ross considered the king of the South now? I mean Cause he got the credentials, he got the money, he got the longevity, he, he got, got the music catalog, he got, but he got, he got the voice. He gotta wanna be he gotta wanna proclaim that for himself. Cause if that's the case, Birdman the King of the South, Master P the King of the South. 
But T.I. didn't say he was the king of the South. And nobody challenged him. But that, who the fuck? Nobody ain't give a fuck. Nobody challenged him. Nobody ain't give a fuck, though. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's but like, the Birdman wanted to be like, how the fuck, T.I., you ain't the king, bitch, I'm the king. Why he didn't say that? He could have said it, though. He, what he really could have said? He, he laughed at Birdman. No. Like, laughed at him like that. No, you Birdman wouldn't. can't no, rap. At, at, at that moment, they wouldn't have laughed at him. That would have been a... a he don't rap. Being king of the South was not about being a money. It was about being a, a fire-ass rapper and had the money to back it up. But you're not the king. Because the nigga own you. Who? Birdman I'm gonna own, is own other I'm niggas. I'm going to tell you this. Not though. own them, but like, you know what I'm saying? He own the rights to niggas' music. It's I'm all about who? independence. I understand that, but when, you know when, when T.I. said it, nobody challenged That was a marketing strategy, saying That was before but social right, media and I'm all that. Think about it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? A nigga walking this bitch. So I could beat everybody asking that motherfucker. Ain't nobody say nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like... I don't know that that was, that was I don't I don't like I wouldn't agree with that like that analogy because like just like with the rap and shit like people not going like knock you back yeah and it's like if you're in the music industry and you're not really beefing with Ti like everybody on every song said they're the best rapper but you know what I'm saying everybody king. feel like they was the best rapper everybody feel like they're the king or something you know but, what I'm saying but when they say that. And he's like, nah, nigga, you tripping. They just go at me. So if, if, like if Ross even say, I'm the king of Miami, they're going to have some people, like, you may not even, and that's why he said it was before social media. Like, they're going to have people that's going to be more vocal about that now. Yeah. Even when, um, even uh, when, right. like, who, 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 who would be vocal about it? All right, look, I would. Then look, the people that's on the level of that person, they're not going to care because they know how the game go. So, for example, like when Jacquees said he the king of uh, R&B. Everybody laughed this nigga under did, the bridge. Did, 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 the, did the real kings that we feel like really the king, did they say anything about it? No, because no, they don't care. Chris Brown, Usher, people like that didn't say nothing about it because they don't care. They like that man supposed to feel that's like that. That's unchallenged. Who, who says stuff? Jay Holiday. That's an unchallenged Nigga, you not, you know, you not, not even king. relevant. I understand. Yeah, so it's like yeah, people that's not relevant. That's the people that's going to feel. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Holiday. So that's why I feel Jay like. Jay Holiday, we fucking your music. <laughs> Dead. I don't know. I'm like, it ain't great. Right? It's just certain things like, like it's unchallenged. It's like, you know what I'm saying? If niggas is all that shit, you if, gonna challenge us. If so. I'm in a club like that, oh, that right, Peace Swag, Keith Jack. So you play ball, right? Right. You in the gym, you hooping. Niggas, I'm the best nigga in this gym. And you don't go at him, son. I'm not about to be stand up and be like, fuck that. That's pretty nah, one on one. I ain't gonna lie, though. I'm that kind of nigga. I'm that kind of nigga. All right, Rack. Rack, you don't laugh, son. Nigga. You call I'm that the kind of nigga. Nigga, tell me the best rapper in the world. I'm just driven by that, though. I'm just driven by It's about competition. It ain't even, it's just the art of war. You hear me? Like, yeah, bitch, you feel like you that thing. I'm, I'm that thing. So let's see who really that thing, nigga. But niggas didn't I'm, do I'm that. But see, that's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like to go along the analogy that you use. If we chilling in the pizza stop, and nigga come up in there drunk, talking crazy, like man, I run this city. I run. Nigga I, just look at him and start laughing. Like, like, I ain't about to stand up and right. Like, right. Now I want smoke. Was that? Like, right. I smack the fuck out you. Let's see. A real, I, I don't care right. like that. A real, I, a real, I'm in my own world. And so. a real king ain't gonna get tricked out of his position like that. If you a king and that's an old peasant ass nigga, and he come and talk some shit he can't even do to you. Fuck no, I ain't telling you. You stupid. Let a stupid motherfucker be stupid. So, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to lay back and I'm a king. But uh, yeah, as soon as you cross that imaginary threshold, boop, your head get chopped off. So, back to, <laughs> is Ross the new king of the South? Based on his credentials. Everybody's king be king. They got more, gotta have more than one king. So they got, but they, that's what I'm saying. In the South, it's different. 
The South niggas really get money in the South. They got people that we don't even know about. Probably got Ross even said this in the interview, and I was telling you the other day about it. Ross said in the interview, even when he was started rapping, he said he touched his like first 10, 20 mil. He said they had street niggas that was coming to him like, oh yeah, yeah bitch, you ain't got no money. That's a like <laughs> bitch. I pissed, I pissed ten million dollars. Yeah. So how can he even say I'm the king? And but I if he do say it, it nobody don't really care. You talking about rap? I'm talking about in rap. But you said based on his credentials, like the money and all this that go along with it. All the checklists, all the money stops he got, the music he didn't sold, the people he didn't put on. You know what I'm saying? And but, his musical. Category, but they they, they got they have other people. For example, your boy from rap a lot. He could say he the king of the south. They just really ain't gonna play with him. Jay Prince. Jay Prince's not a rapper. You see what I'm saying? I'm basing it off like you can a rapper and he's an artist. He sells records. I would say he the biggest rapper of the, of the wealthiest rapper that's that's been doing it for the longest in the South, maybe. Yeah, he wanted that's a still, big, he wanted a big bosses. Because, I mean, fuck, fuck T.I. still out there. It's just that people don't right. rock with T.I. type of music in his lane no more. He one of them old niggas. But yeah, Ross is just the type of nigga that's old, but he can adapt to the game. Like, Yeah, yeah, he can make you want Jeezy, Jeezy can say, I'm the king of the South. But he could say that, right? But would you? Would you? But if, he, would, if would Ross you say I'm the king of the south, I'm pretty sure Jeezy not gonna come and be like, yeah, "Hold they, on, son, I'm the real king." But, all right, but <laughs> Ross's credentials outweigh Jeezy's claim. At that point, you see what I'm saying? That's but, what I'm it, saying. It, I, you can say, "Hey, I can run. I can do this and that." But think about competitive, competitive numbers and competitors got, to Ross. Nigga, nigga you know got, what I'm saying? Ross wins. King. Ross ain't never seen he was the king. He seen he was the boss. He got to declare himself king. But the type of nigga Ross yeah. is, he not he would never say I'm the king. Right. Because I, he just like he want everybody. Yeah, to we be all winning. winning. There's no Young king. king. Yeah. That's what I was saying. They gotta have more than one king. And that's why I said when yeah. Ti said that, it was like partially like a marketing scheme, and it was like a stamp to say like I'm the biggest rapper. Like that's it. It wasn't no, no like I'm the king, and niggas better respect it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just like I feel like that I'm was the king. Lay, when he's saying I'm the king. Lay lay claim like I'm that nigga in the south. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. Right and wrong. That's what he did. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas knew. Niggas knew. did the same thing when he said I'm the best rapper alive. But he said he wasn't the king, dude. That's all I was saying. The title. Man. Like niggas knew, like the king of the east. What do you king mean? Of the coast was Jay Z. You could be the you king. The so you the king. You the king, but the, another nigga gonna rap better than you, and they got boo niggas who got more money than you. So what, what's, the, what's the point? What's the equity in the word king at that point? It's, it's contingent it's, upon a person. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You know what I'm saying? It, it don't even matter. Cause, cause think about it. When he said that shit, he really had, it, in comparison to everybody else in the game, he had no fucking business saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two classic albums at the time. You know what I'm saying? He was rapping. You had a movie career. He was really doing the shit. You yeah, say he was doing bread, but I'm just saying so far as he, he had his own. They got moved. Well, like you said, they got how many people credentials outweigh that? But what? Right, understanding, right? That's people what I'm saying. Credentials outweigh, right? Correct. Yeah. But if the niggas with like credentials don't speak up and say something, then those credentials don't mean nothing. Man, yeah, man. What else, man? But nigga, that's what I'm saying. Why are you saying that? Ross got to see the king then. Right. I, if, I'm saying if he came out and say, "Look, I'm the king of the south," would it be challenged? I mean, I don't know. I just look at it like whatever somebody come out and say they're the king or whatever. I'm like, fuck. I really don't. No, no, you, bitch. You're the right. king of me. Real talk. You're the king of me. You try to make me tell me by me, bitch. I'm gonna make you by me, pussy, bitch. Right. Like nigga, come out and say they come out and say they're the king of New Orleans. 
I wasn't kept. Look at that boy. <laughs> I was, I was like, okay. Okay. I was sending to y'all boys in the group chat. Look at this nigga. Tell me I hate King of the Lord. You ever seen that nigga at the pizza stop? I ain't never seen that nigga. I'm the king. He said he, he said I'm the king. Get that bitch right quick. You gotta tap his motherfucking head off. Yeah, get my knife right quick. 